Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. And we're live. Well, hello, everybody. This is the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast. My name is Andrew Roberts. What's going on, everybody? Matt Teifke here. <laughs> I knew it. This is a podcast for those of you who are new here about financial freedom, kind of like the name says. And we talk about investing, we talk about entrepreneurship, and a lot of fun stuff. But we have some news. Matt, my co-host here, just had a beautiful baby boy. Yeah, baby. Yeah. George Howard, right? Yeah, George Howard Teifke. He is the spitting image of you, <laughs> and he is just as ugly as the... I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's a great, he's a great, good-looking little dude, and he's so sweet. Yeah. How is it being a, Man, a new father? It's it's slowly soaking in more and more every day. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you just you just love him more and more. Uh, you know, last night we didn't get any sleep, so I'm oh. tired, but... We're well, figuring he's, it out. he's been sleeping pretty good lately, right? Yeah, he has lately, but just last night, for some reason, he was up all night screaming. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah. But, Babies. Uh, we're super excited, man. Yeah. It's, it's really a new experience, and it's a new journey. So That's awesome. We're on. We're along for the ride. I, I heard some parents talking, and they were like, you try your best to, like, teach them everything. Sure. But at the end of the day, you're really just, they're their own person and you're in for the ride. Yeah. So buckle up. Right. Yeah. Parenting and kids are, it's like a, a crazy thing that I, you can't really wrap your, your brain around. You know, like I have four siblings and we're all raised by the same people and yeah. we're so different. Right. That's exactly know? what I mean. Like, yeah. It, y'all are probably raised similar ways. Right. You know, so you can try your best, but your baby's going to be yeah. whoever they want to be. Right. That's yeah, awesome. Well, I'm happy for you and excited for you. And not to change topics, but... Real quick, one of our agents, Jared, he, yeah. had, he had a baby boy... Oh, uh, Jared! Yesterday. Cash. Cool. Oh, yeah. good name. Yeah, yeah. That's so. a strong name. Cool. Two well, new babies. Congratulations. That's so cool. Yeah. We're so... We're happy for him. Yeah. Well, this podcast is coming out uh, on a Monday, the Monday after I run my big marathon. Yeah, baby. And I've been training for the last five months, and... I'm excited. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know right now, but I'm already getting a little bit nervous. I feel physically prepared, yeah, but you're, you're mentally, ready. I'm like, I'm getting race day jitters already. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, and you're going for the eight-minute mile? I'm going for an eight-minute mile, so final time will be three and a half hours Wow. for 26.2 miles. Man. Yeah. But I'm pumped. My my brother, he's the one who got me into running, and so he's running the full marathon with me, and my dad's going to run the half marathon. We're going to be in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which are my roots. It's where my family's from. And so my Cajun blood is just bringing me back home. So <laughs> I'm excited about it. What, so when you do that, you're grabbing the goose and the Gatorades. Is that, is that how you do it, or do you have your own stuff? So I'm going to bring my own stuff. They have, um, they have a couple stations set up in this marathon where they have goose, and they have water and Gatorade every three miles. I'm not a big fan of Gatorade, but I'll grab waters and um, try and down those. So we'll see. All right, man. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm pumped. Let's get to today's episode, which is with the one, the only Sarah Biggerstaff, yeah. which is an interesting last name. I never heard of that before, <laughs> but it's great. It's very unique and kind of like she is. Yeah. She's got a lot of cool things going on and 
you know, since I already know, since we recorded, she's already brought, bought another property. Which oh, is, wow. Which is sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we talk about that in this podcast. Yeah, she was on two, and now she's on her third one. That's awesome. Well, way to go, Sarah. That's really cool. So she is a, an entrepreneur. She's a real estate agent, um, recently got her broker's license um, here in Austin, Texas, and just is in the process of launching her own business, which is an app called Home Ease. That's H-O-M-E-A-S-E, I think. Yeah, chilling with her homies. Yeah, so it's like a little play on words, which is unique and cool and fun. And, um, you know, it's a way to uh, connect people within the real estate industry. And she'll talk a little bit more about that within this episode. But, yeah, Sarah's a great person. We're glad we are able to connect with her. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what she ends up doing because this could be huge. I think, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's got the potential for it. And, you know, we fully support her and support that company. So mm-hmm. we're backing them. Let's quit chit-chatting and get to the episode. Let's so go. Without further ado, here is Sarah Biggerstaff. Sarah Biggerstaff, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. If you wouldn't mind giving us like a two to three minute elevator pitch on on who you are, kind of your story, and we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah, so my name is Sarah Biggerstaff. I am a born and raised Austinite. All right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so I've I've traveled and I have briefly lived in other countries for brief periods of time, but pretty much I've been in Austin my whole life. And I went to St. Edward's University always say it's in the shadow of UT. Um, So I studied finance in Spanish. I graduated in 2009 and really have been in Austin ever since. I had a couple of jobs post-college before I started working in real estate. Mm -hmm. And my journey to real estate started with me buying a house when I was 23 had absolutely no idea what I was doing. And the the house that I ended up buying, it was a foreclosure. And so this was at the beginning of 2012. And so this house, um, it was listed for $150,000 and it had been sitting on the market for a little while. And this is uh, kind of North Central Austin, so pretty good location. And anyway, um, ended up buying this house. It, It was, I would say a stressful experience. It was kind of a bureaucratic process because it was a foreclosure. And so after that, I really just became inspired uh, to go into real estate because I thought, you know, I, I can see myself doing this and really helping people and helping them to have a positive first home buying experience having been through it myself. So, and actually at that time I was working for uh, an entrepreneur here in Austin. Her name's Bridget Dunlap Mm -hmm. and Bridget, she started the very first bar on Rainy Street. And yeah, so she's a really awesome lady. You can look her up. And so she's opened bars and restaurants since then. So I was her assistant at that time. And so bought the house, decided to get my real estate license. And then, you know, after I did, it kind of just pretty much jumping off a cliff, jumped into real estate. And that was, so I was 24 when I started working in real estate. I just turned 30 this year. And so, um, and I just got my broker's license this year. Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been an awesome ride. Um, I've done mostly sales and leasing. And so that's now kind of, transition into me launching my new company which is called homies Mm -hmm. so that's uh that's my quick pitch (laughs) cool and uh, i mean that's how we know you is through uh, home ease and so uh tell us a little bit about that just a okay it's a brief uh, overview of what that is yeah so homies is um it's a 
free tool for realtors, any licensed real estate professional. So it's a mobile app and a website. And it, uh, so it connects realtors to an already vetted and reputable network of really anyone they need to find for real estate transactions. So it could be home inspectors, contractors, subcontractors, photographers, stagers, attorneys, you know, you name it, we got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's meant to be kind of a one-stop shop for realtors, but it, you know, it's not—it's not just a list of companies. Uh, the companies that that I am partnering with for Homies are companies that have come recommended from the real estate community. They—they're tried and true. They've provided references of realtors who have worked with them and recommend them. Um, many of the companies who are coming on for our launch in January are companies that I've personally worked with over the years. Um, it's a really awesome group of companies. That's about 60 businesses who are coming on for our initial launch and, you know, hoping to grow from there. So, the, yeah, the idea behind Homies is providing options with ease mm -hmm. to realtors and their clients. And so they can feel um, good about, you know, the companies that we're working with and, um, you know, find someone quickly if it's during the option period of the contract and they can see the specialties that the companies offer. The companies are also offering special promotions to the realtors and their clients through homies. They're not required to, but they're able to do that. So I think that will be a huge value add for the realtors. And uh, like I said, it's completely free to any licensed real estate professional. So they enter their license number whenever they're signing up for homies. And, um, you know, it's, it's very uh, user-friendly, yeah. uh, click, click, done <laughs> for mm -hmm. the realtors. Um, and so that's, that's what Homies is. Very cool. I, I think it's so awesome that, I mean, for any entrepreneur, any, you know, business owner, like coming up with a startup and like taking that risk, it takes a whole lot of courage and it's very cool to, to see Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I was just going to mention to backtrack a little bit, I, you know, it's been certainly a process. I thought about home, this idea for homies about a year and a half ago, and I've been working on it a little over a year, and I went through the process of interviewing, you know, all of my realtor friends multiple times in multiple ways, and interviewing businesses, and I had a prototype created earlier this year and then I interviewed the realtors again based on the prototype so I've gotten a lot of really good feedback along the way that's gone into this mm -hmm. and oh the one the one thing I forgot to mention um, that the the premise of the platform is that realtors look for recommendations from other realtors that they know and trust mm -hmm. so as a realtor on the platform I'm able to connect with my homies, my realtor friends, and um, and so when I'm looking at the businesses on the platform, I can see the reviews of all the agents, but the reviews of my homies pop up first. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a little bit more tailored that way. Did, did you come up with this uh, based on a specific need as, as a realtor? You're like, I don't have an inspector, and is that how this came yeah, about? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, just, my own experience doing transactions and you know I, a lot of realtors do have inspectors they work with they have their ac person but sometimes those people aren't available sometimes for whatever reason a client has a bad experience with them and you need to find somebody new um you know it kind of just depends so i 
as a realtor, you know, we really are the point of contact for our clients and they look to us to make these introductions and the, the businesses play such an important role in the real estate transaction and the businesses are also a direct reflection on us as realtors. So if something happens, you know, they don't do a good job, it reflects on us and our job ultimately is to take care of our clients. And I take that responsibility very seriously. So I want to work with great companies that are reputable and that I know will take care of my clients. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's really come from just kind of my own experience. Like really it's, um, the idea is to have a streamlined approach, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, obviously realtors now have ways of finding Mm -hmm. these, these businesses. Um, but I want to provide something that's streamlined and I think the review part of the platform will also offer that to agents where they can see what other realtors are saying about these companies. So they don't have to take my word for it. They can see what their homies are saying. Yeah, that's very cool. I, I love that, how it's built on relationships and trust. And um, I think that's great. And I think it'll take it a long way for sure. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's really what real estate is. Real estate is all about relationships and people 100%. and connections. And so, you yeah. know, I hope to, my, my goal with this company is to bring as much value as possible to realtors, to their clients, and then also to these awesome businesses who are already serving the real estate community mm-hmm. and bring them more business. So, uh, you know, the idea is to, bring value to everybody. That's awesome. That's great. So I kind of want to dive into um, a, a younger Sarah. Whenever, so you grew up in Austin. Yes. As did uh, Matthew and I. And you decided to go to St. Ed's. Yes. Which is a very distinguished university. Okay. My sister went to St. Ed's. Oh, really? Yes. Um, and uh, she loved it. So why did you want to stay in Austin? Is it just because the university was so great? Or did you want to yeah, stay close to family? Yeah, I didn't have a particular reason for staying in Austin. I think had a job or something else had taken me somewhere else, I would have, you know, I would have gone. Um, I had an internship my last semester at St. Ed's uh, with LatinWorks Marketing in their finance department because I studied finance. And so, you know, when I, there I was about to graduate, so I just went and asked them if they would give me a job, and they did. So I started working there after I graduated, and I worked there for two years. And, you know, I guess I'm the type of person that just, I, I have to do what I feel is right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of just, uh, so after two years of working in a finance job, I was like, oh, this really isn't me, sure. you know? And so I quit and I, I went to Ecuador for the summer to volunteer and to travel and to live for a few months. And then I came back not knowing what I was going to do, and I found this job on Craigslist, and that was the job with Bridget that yeah. ended up, you know, being that position. So um, Craigslist isn't all, you know, weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and Craigslist now. Old refrigerators and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I don't know if I would necessarily always recommend Craigslist, but <laughs> it's it's worked for me actually in a few capacities. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, so when you were growing up, did you have any siblings? I did, yeah. So I have um, I have three half sisters and a brother. Okay. And my sisters are older, so they I mostly grew up with my mom and my brother. Okay. Yeah. And is your brother younger? He's older. He's two years older than oh, me. Oh, yeah. So, you, so you're the baby. I'm the baby. Cool. Yeah. Me too. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I asked that just because uh, with like starting a um, a career in real estate and now starting your own company. I always just try and make a connection between like 
being a, an older sibling or a younger sibling and where how that plays into um, you know taking risks in your adulthood yeah um, and and anything like that yeah well um, I grew up very very poor and, and so I think um, you know I don't know if that maybe played a role in me being the way I am I'm sure it did but I've always um, I've always worked very hard mm-hmm. and I'm pretty determined so you know maybe that's just the way I am but maybe growing up without uh, you know a lot of means also played a part in that sure yeah i was gonna ask why you chose finance for your degree do you think that that has something to do with it yeah i think it probably does i was trying to choose something that was very practical you Mm -hmm. know i thought oh business that's a that's a great degree to have you know and i I think it is a great degree to have but i don't i don't particularly feel called to work in a finance job you know all day long and that's what i realized once i went into real estate was how much i love people and i i love working with people i love spending time with people getting to know people and so real estate actually works really well for that yeah for sure <laughs> um, yeah so but i i mean i also was very shy growing up and even when i became a realtor i was too scared to even pick up the phone and call someone i mean i really was and so i think uh, real estate has really helped me come into the person that I am mm. in a lot of ways. You know, it's being a realtor isn't, it's not about selling a house. I mean, you do help somebody buy or sell a house, but it, I feel like it's about so much more than that. And it's, it's about people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really homies is the same. Homies is making connections between people. Um, so that's, I think that's pretty powerful. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome to see like the, the why behind your company homies and, uh, you know, the passion, um, and the drive of like, you know, why you started. I think that's so cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let's go to, um, you buying your first house post college, right? Or yes, this okay. was post college. Okay. Yes. Um, and you, how did you, because I didn't even know about foreclosures, you know, before I got into the real estate industry. So how did that deal come about? Yeah. So this, um, I mean, you can find foreclosures a number of different ways. This particular house was on the MLS. So it was amongst all the other houses that we were looking at. And like I said, I, I don't know why this house hadn't already sold because it was a good deal even at the time. This was 2012. You know, now you wouldn't find a house in Central Austin for $140,000. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, again, I didn't know what I was doing. I somehow ended up with an FHA loan, even though I qualified for conventional, which I think was fine. So, my my down payment on that house was $5,000. Um, which for me at the time was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that house now today is probably worth about, I would say, 315, 320,000. So it's, it's more than doubled in value in six years. Um, and actually my mom now lives in that house. Oh, cool. So, you know, that's been a huge blessing for her. She's really happy there. And then I bought another house a couple of years ago in 2016 mm-hmm. so since it was a foreclosure was it uh, damaged at all or how was the condition of the house yeah I would say it wasn't uh, it could have been worse but it definitely needed some TLC mm-hmm. you know I think over the past six years I've put probably about $25,000 into the house and actually earlier this year I finally had the bathroom remodeled because the bathroom was not nice mm-hmm. um, so I, I've probably put about 25000 into the house um, but still really not bad and now we have this 
really cute house and now it's it's where my family gathers and um, you know hopefully I'll have it for a long time as an investment mm -hmm. but since my my mom now lives in the house um, we actually just transferred the title to her because she gets the homestead exemption and then she also gets the over 65 exemption so the over 65 exemption freezes the school tax so it really is going to decrease the property taxes by thousands of dollars wow. um, by having it in her name. And it, you know, it's still, I mean, it's still mine, but it's in her name for right now. So, and that's, and uh, you know, my lender, Wells Fargo, they actually do, they allowed me to do that. Most, most lenders won't, it kind of depends. So check with your lender before you um, do that. But they, yeah, they do have a due on transfer clause, um, you know, that if you transfer title, technically they could call the note due, but <clears throat> I guess Wells Fargo allows that if it's to a family member. Anyway, um, that's, you know, that's huge for my mom and for my family, but um, should we ever need that equity for anything, maybe for homies one day, um, you know, it's there. And I think that's the nice thing about having properties is that it gives you options. Mm -hmm. So I could, ref you know, we could refinance, we could do home equity loan, we could sell the house. Mm -hmm. um, you could rent it because that's, that's hard. I mean, that's a really good deal. And it's probably got a low mortgage payment. You could rent that for yeah. way over what the mortgage I payment could, is. I could, yeah. And I mean, even right now, you know, my so my mom basically pays me um, <clears throat> the amount of the mortgage. Just, she just pays me what's owed. Um, if I were to rent it out, I could definitely rent it for a lot more than the payment is. But of course, she's my mom, so it's, right, right. and I, yeah, and I, and I have equity in the house, so that's that's fine with Listen, me. Listen, just because she's your mom doesn't mean that she gets a break. Okay, <laughs> we all have to pay. There's yes. no such thing as a free lunch here. But the nice thing is, I have someone that I trust taking care of my property, so that's nice. Yeah, you know. If uh, not, I probably need you guys to be my property yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plug. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so you said, uh, so you have that property. How many other investments do you have? You have so I just, I have just the one other house that okay. I bought in 2016. And I think I'm kind of due at this point for buying another property. Um, but I've, I've held off just to reserve my capital for homies, right. you know, just in case I need mm -hmm. it. Um, but yeah, so the other house that I bought a couple years ago, uh, funny story. <laughs> so I was working with a client at that time and she was looking in the same neighborhood that I was looking. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't tell her that I was looking to buy a house because I just said, well, I'm, I would never compete with my client. She comes first. I found this house that was coming soon and you know told her about it and then the listing agent sent me the pictures and I completely fell in love with the house and so anyway but she didn't know that so long story short the house was listed um, they ended up getting seven offers including my clients offer and so we negotiated back and forth my clients offer got accepted so we were super excited about it and then she changed her mind oh. and she decided not to buy the house yeah. so at that point I said 
hey Sally, well the truth is, you know, I love this house and I, I'm looking for a house and I want this house if you're not going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so she said, okay, well let's get you the house. Wow. So I was, uh, I was worried because I thought that they might have a backup offer in place on the house because they had seven offers. Sure. So if they had a backup offer in place, I wouldn't be able to get the house and it turns out they didn't have a backup offer in place. So it, you know, it, it all kind of worked out and I wrote the sellers a letter and said, I want this house and I'm willing to take over the terms of her contract and everything was the same except, you know, mine, I was the buyer instead of her. Sure. <laughs> so that was how I ended up with that house. And I guess to backtrack, when I was living in my previous house, I had roommates. So it was a two bedroom house plus a converted garage. Cool. So at first I lived there briefly by myself. Then I got one roommate and then I was like, well, maybe I'll get a second roommate. Yeah. So then I had two roommates and they were covering the mortgage and the utility. So I was living for free for quite a while, which was awesome. Very cool. And then with the, this house, one of the reasons why I liked it was because it was a four bedroom house. Uh -huh. So my two roommates, I said, Hey guys, we're moving and so I moved them over to the new house so the idea was to have two roommates and then have one extra room that could be an office or a guest room mm -hmm. and so then I wasn't living for free anymore but the you know it was still pretty cheap considering having two roommates mm -hmm. and then this past year I turned 30 and I decided that it was finally time for me to live by myself okay. so instead of uh, instead of kicking the roommates out I got an apartment by myself close to downtown so that's where I'm right now but you know I, I the house is still there so I could move back or perhaps buy another place you know, maybe in the next year. So awesome. that's a T that's TBD. Yeah. <laughs> you got to tell us when you're doing another deal because you got some good good deals going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are impressive. I Thank mean, you. Thank you. That's really well, cool. I do have to say, I think you know, I'm sure you guys probably talk about house hacking on this podcast, but I really think that that's an amazing way for kind of regular folks to buy properties because right. you can get a lower interest rate. Uh, lower down payment mm -hmm. and you can have roommates and you can offset your mortgage and especially if you do like a four bedroom house then you could I mean potentially you could have up to three roommates if you could stand living with three roommates but I, I think it just gives you more options mm -hmm. so yeah moving forward I don't think I would buy I don't think I would buy a house with less than three bedrooms two baths because I think that's a good standard fit at least for the that model sure. of sharing the space and having one bathroom is also just kind of tough <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah i kind of want to uh, go back to uh, now your mom's uh, living in that first house that you bought mm -hmm. and i'm going to connect that to you being the youngest and since you were the last out of the house i'm guessing do you feel like you have a um, a very strong relationship with your mom i do out yeah. of all the siblings probably yeah, probably. I okay, do. Cool. I do as well, me being the youngest. And so that is like, whenever you bought, uh, started getting into real estate, Did were you thinking about your mom at that time and thinking about maybe potentially helping her in the future or did the well, opportunity just present itself? No. And actually it's funny because when I, <laughs> when I was buying that house, when I was 23, my mom was kind of against it because, you know, the neighborhood, um, I would say the neighborhood's kind of on the up and up. It's not, it's not really 
bad or dangerous, but it, you know, at the time it was maybe kind of in between and she didn't, she didn't want me to buy it. And so it's funny now we joke about it because now, you know, she absolutely loves living there and the neighborhood is completely, you know, it's taking off. It's right by the old Highland Mall, new ACC campus, if you guys know where that is. Oh, we do. There is crazy development all around there. Yeah. So, and it's right by the Metro Rail, yeah. you know, so it's um, it's a great location yeah. as far as Austin. Um, but no, I wasn't directly thinking of her at that time, but I'm, you know, I, I do feel in some way that it was meant to be and yeah. it worked out for, you know, for our family. Sure, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's very cool, and I really respect that, that, you know, you uh, are helping out your family, and, and that's very sweet. Yeah. Well, I think, thank you, and I, but I think that also, it just speaks to the power of real estate. You know, real estate is a powerful investment vehicle, but it can also help people in other ways, too. I mean, it provides housing for people. That's really amazing in itself, you know, mm-hmm. so I just, um, I think real estate is amazing yeah you know many ways for sure yeah definitely and that kind of segues nicely into my next question so i know that obviously homies is like the main priority right now and your uh, main focus but what are your goals with real estate investing because obviously you know you've uh, seen the benefits of it and reap the rewards and so i feel like there's got to be some sort of a a thought and at least on the back burner of a future with investing in more yeah absolutely i i would like to continue purchasing properties um you know i don't know how fast and how rapidly but i would like to continue you know purchasing properties and taking advantage of the um you know owner occupant loan with lower down payment and at least doing that you know, until maybe one day if I'm married and have a family, maybe that would change. But, you know, I think it's a great opportunity and the Austin market is doing well. It is going to keep appreciating. And so, you know, maybe I could see myself in the next year buying my third property. If, you know, once I think once things get settled with homies a little bit and things are rolling, then that might be a good time, you know, and maybe in some different areas. We've been we've been thinking different areas as well because um, Austin's just so hot, you know. What areas are you looking? San at? San Antonio. Just yeah. start starting yeah. to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's just tricky right now. I mean, what do you think about the market in Austin just in general from a real estate side? It's definitely gotten a lot more expensive than it used to be. I think the amount of tech jobs that we have here, I think creates for a strong economy in Austin and people are still continuing to move here. So, you know, I think that the real estate market will continue doing well here. But with that being said, of course, I still advise people to be careful and make good decisions and, you know, work with a realtor who has your back and kind of, you know, knows what they're doing and has experience just to, you know, just to be careful. If you go about it from a kind of strategic investment standpoint, then, you know, you can make a smart investment even even with the prices being a little bit higher here. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So with you know starting the, the company and then investing in real estate and working in real estate, um, so I, I see that you you obviously are, are smart. You got into St. Ed's yeah. um, and you were getting a degree in finance because a lot of people who they see the benefits of real estate 
and they're willing to take a risk. But you know, historically speaking, real estate is a very stable investment. Um, you're kind of minimizing your risk really by investing in real estate. And so, did you see that from a, I guess, more of a, a logistical standpoint of like saying that this is like a, a great investment? Um, it's a great opportunity, a great career, um, and it's smart. Did you look at it that way, or did you see it as like uh, sort of a, a gamble whenever you got into real estate? Well, I definitely, I definitely was scared when I first became a realtor. You know, I never thought I would be in any type of sales or commission type position. I certainly don't consider myself salesy. And so from that standpoint, I definitely was very scared and it was sort of a gamble to me. But I think, you know, then I started having experiences in real estate and having, you know, owned this property and just kind of seen how it's appreciated and how it's helped my family and me while I was living there to be able to save money. I think just kind of seeing is believing. It's really made me see the power of real estate and what it can do for people if done in a smart way. Mm -hmm. That's a great answer. (laughs) So uh, the last thing that I'm curious about, Matt, you might have more, but is uh, your why? So like, why did you start this company? What's the whole driving force behind all this that is pushing you to reach financial freedom, to become successful? What is that, if you know? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, I think part of it probably does have to do with me having grown up being poor and kind of struggling so I think that in me will always kind of lead me to to drive and to work hard. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe that's just an excuse because maybe that's just how I am anyway. Um, but I think that probably has played a part in it. At the end of the day, I think I I really just want to be the best person that I can be. And you know, like I said, I I love people and I I love um, just being with people and so I feel like this business allows me to do the things I love and be with people and really bring value to the real estate community and kind of kind of give back I love it I'm super excited for you it's a really good idea and I think there's a ton of value to it. So, Thank you. Um, we're, <clears throat> well, we're... I'm super excited to have you guys on our platform on Homies yeah. as one of our awesome property management companies. Yeah, so. we're really excited about it. Yeah, thanks so much. And, um, you know, we're, we're happy to help any way we can with, with promoting this because I think it's a great idea that a lot of people truly need to check into Thank it. you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So for uh, the listeners, how can they find uh, out more about you uh, and or the company? Sure. So you can uh, Facebook me, Sarah Elizabeth Biggerstaff. Um, you can also visit our website. It's homies, H-O-M-E-A-S-E dot app, A-P-P. And, uh, you know, Google me and you'll quickly find me online. <laughs> All right. All right, well, I'll put um, all of your information in the show notes below. Um, thank you. And Sarah, thank you so Thanks much for, for having being me. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs>